Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Phil. And I'm Jane. Welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up. The Relatable Dating Podcast. That's my opinion. Like I say, everybody else is entitled to theirs if they they enjoy. It's it's just what I enjoy, you know. Um, I've had a threesome before. Hey everyone, so before we start the show, I just wanted to talk a little bit about a charity that we've decided to support. Um, when our merchandise comes out, we will be donating 50% of the profits to this charity. But here's Jane to tell you a bit more about the charity we're supporting. So the charity is called Refuge, which opened the world's first refuge in Chiswick, West London in 1971. Since then, it has grown to become the country's largest single provider of specialist support to women and children escaping domestic violence and other forms of gender-based violence. On any given day, Refuge supports more than 6,500 women and children. Thank you for listening, and here's the show. Hello, and welcome to Unhinged and Mumbled Up. I'm Phil. She's Jane, and today we are going to be talking about kinks and fetishes. So following on from the episode that we had with Orsa, we wanted to talk about our experiences, our opinions, and our thoughts. But first, uh, because a follower asked us about this, like they want to know how our week's been, what we've been up to, and what we've been doing. So... How's your week been, Jane? Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> yeah, they said we should start it like <laughs> uh, this because it, it interacts a bit more, apparently. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, thank you so much for asking. Uh, my week has been manic. I've just recently moved uh, flats. So it's been a busy week of um, going to work, coming back and unpacking. So it's been a manic week and I really would love a massage <laughs> to get over this trauma. <laughs> Nice. So nice. nice. Actually, I heard that. Um, actually, this is could. This is quite relevant. I heard that if you're moving home with somebody, it can make or break your relationship. Oh, uh, because it's a very stressful time. Uh, luckily, like um, I'm not like 
I'm moving in by myself. Um, so it's, I'm not, I've not like had that kind of stress with the uh, with a partner. Mm-hmm. But it has uh, helped but you move, do right? say that. It's helped you. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. well, very marginally. Because <laughs> like, he, work, he works quite late. So the time he arrives, I've unpacked everything from the car. Uh, but he's been great at like... Um, doing all the DIY he loves stuff like that so that's been pretty cool but yeah if anyone else has had a disaster time moving in with someone let me know because um I did hear it's a make or break situation sometimes there we are and how's your week been Phil um my week well on Sunday I drove to London uh for the podcast festival uh for bbe yeah tell us all about that you want to know all about it um well i was nervous as anything and yeah uh so nerves is good though nerves mean you care yeah yeah i was literally planning it out in my head as i went down it didn't go to plan at all it like literally (laughs) it wasn't to plan it never does you know i mean even for this you know we we have a kind of set structure but we always go off tangents and things like that so i think it makes it better um Yeah, there we are, of course. Uh, so, yeah, met uh, some amazing people that did uh, that do podcasts. I put it up on my story the other day uh, on the Monday, and it was just an all-time amazing experience. So absolutely loved it, sparked a bit of debate, and, yeah. Um, then drove home, got home at, I think, 1 o'clock in the morning, about that. I think it was somewhat, somewhat silly. And then I ended up going back down to London on Monday night for work to do a project. And Was there even any point coming home? Um, yeah, because I saw my little boy on Monday. So I picked him up from okay. school and yeah, that was, that was great. Um, so yeah, and now we are on Wednesday and I'm trying to think what else is going on. Yeah, just work, work, work. It's like... <laughs> at the moment <laughs> yes yeah and and that's how that's our week so thank you very much to the listener follower for asking how our week's <laughs> been and we'll talk about it each week yeah, now. <laughs> that's lovely um but <laughs> now i think we need to get into the subject that we are going to talk about which is kinks and fetishes so um we asked our followers on Instagram this morning because I completely forgot about it until like (laughs) this morning Um, (laughs) and asked them the question of uh, what do you think the difference between a kink and a fetish is? So do you want to hear some of the answers? Yes, please. Because this actually, to be honest, I don't know the difference. Mm -hmm. So um, educate me, please. Okay. So one person said, I would say it's the same thing. Another person said, a fetish is a fantasy. A kink is fantasy fantasy in action. I'll read out the right one last. Uh, A kink is an action. Fetish is something desired. Um, That's another right one. So we've got a couple of right ones. a kink can be done with any consenting person. A fetish is imposed and non-consensual. Um, and, yeah, that one's right as well. So what, what's your thoughts? What do, you, do you know the difference? Uh, what is your... Um, for me, I would, thought, would have thought that fetishes are something that are a bit out there uh, that you... When you, it's almost like a desire that every time you are intimate with someone, you want to 
do this fetish, whatever your fetish may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas a kink is something that maybe it's, you want to try it now and again, it's not a big thing. You're Whereas a fetish, you're kind of like almost obsessive with it. Yeah. I don't know if that's correct um, or not. Yeah, basically, um, let me just read this one. A kink is an add-on to good sex. A fetish is the only way that somebody can be aroused and enjoy enjoy sex so the only way that they can get off um so kinks and fetishes can be the same thing uh it's mm-hmm. the need for it like some people need that because it's the only way they they can they get turned yeah, on they get turned on whereas a kink it's just like like they say an add-on um it, it can make sex better they can enjoy it you know yeah. um and i think the main main thing here is the you know what there's no shame in that there's no shame in fetishes or kinks and i think we need we need to talk about it more really like and people um yeah yeah like i actually see that when you mentioned that i um when i was writing my book and there are certain chapters about fetishes that i was um that i got involved with and when i was writing the book um I started not so much, I I was kind of talking about how I was feeling and almost kind of slagging off that fetish. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until my editor said to me, you know, you don't have a right to slag off a fetish because what you think is wrong is something that's probably very natural for this person. And who is it for you to say, you know, what they're doing is wrong? Mm -hmm. And it totally changed my opinion completely because she's right. It's like, you know, whatever I don't like doesn't mean that, you know, that's wrong. Yeah. You know, that other person, they have that, they're certain fetish, they're certain kink, and they just have to find someone that is compatible with them that likes that certain one as well. Yeah, it's 100%. And I think that's the thing. It's like why we do this podcast, because it's uh, learning processes and it's opening up people's mm-hmm. minds to other things because um, there is a lot of, kink and fetish shaming that goes on um and yeah i think when people truly understand what it is it brings a different light to it i would say so yeah i mean i have i mean i've heard of certain fetishes and i'm just like how how do people do that Hmm. but again (laughs) i've you know obviously i've got an opinion on it but you know it's just what they like. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, we'll, we'll get into the questions. In, well, we'll get into our polls in a second. But I'll ask you the question first. Have you had or do you have a kink? To be- believe it or not, right, me and my boyfriend had this conversation because he read my book and he just assumed that I'm this, like, wild girl that's who's... Um, who's turned on my different fetishes and kinks. And I'm really not, I'm very, uh, I'm up for exploring for sure, mm-hmm. but there's nothing that I could say where is a, I have a, I don't have a fetish, definitely yeah. not, but I'm all up for exploring if the other person has something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much me. Um, up for trying stuff, but I don't personally have something that I like to try every time. Yeah. What about you? Um, with me, I think it's probably BDSM, but only slightly. It's only like um, I have mm-hmm. bed restraints, like, and it's a kink. Ooh. It's a kink. It's like 
if somebody and i need to apologize actually to the listener that did message me after Orsa's episode and says it's really weird hearing you talk about like <laughs> kinks and stuff like that because you need to you need to apologize to your mum who's probably going to be listening to this yeah mum mum don't <laughs> listen to this episode <laughs> um, but yeah i i have uh bed restraints toys stuff like that but the thing is if somebody doesn't want to use them then you know there's no there's no like you have to you know and when when i do use them it's very much under their terms so it's kind of like um as long as they consent feel comfortable and if they want to stop at any time then yeah they they can um and okay so i've got a question for you phil when would you introduce this um kink of yours so you know if you're dating someone when would you bring that up you know if you want would you say something like would you like to try this like how does it come about it kind of slides into conversation uh sometimes <laughs> like because sometimes you get a bit flirty over messages and everything like that yeah. and um then it kind of just slides in there gets mentioned that i've got bed restraints you know and uh toys mm-hmm. and if they're if they're like I, I see what their reaction to it is. If they're okay with it, they're like, oh, wow, that sounds fun. That That's great, you know. But if they're very much yeah. like, oh, it's not for me, then, like I say, because it's not a fetish, it's a kink, it's it's kind of like, that, that's fine then. They won't get used. So, Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so how many of, percentage-wise, how many of our followers on Instagram do you think have a, or have had a kink? I think it's quite high. Okay. Um, because I do think people are more open about chatting about sex, uh, even things like there's so much um, material available now online. Mm-hmm. And there's so much information in magazines as well, like even things like just um, female male magazines, whether that's like Cosmopolitan or whether that's like, I don't know, guy magazines, I'm guessing like, I only remember things like back in the day when my first boyfriend used to buy Zoo and Nuts, I think it's called. (laughs) Nuts, Nuts was the other one. Okay, so uh, yeah, there's a lot of (laughs) Nuts. So um, there's a lot of information on them. So I would say the percentage was maybe... Uh, 65% I'm going to go for. What, they said yes, they have. Uh, 49%. Yeah. So, yeah, 49%. Oh. Pretty much half of the people that we asked said, yeah. Um, yeah. But bear in mind that was only asked like five hours ago. So <laughs> there, might, there might be more. It might change. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we moved on to would you ever try a new kink? if your partner or future wanted to try in the future wanted to try so yeah yeah again i think it's high i would say i'd say 70 percent would would try it i said i I would say would you but like from your book you you have done haven't you so yeah (laughs) yes yes (laughs) <laughs> some i wish i hadn't but <laughs> there you it's go it's an experience, experience. <laughs> um you said 70 yeah. 70 what did Sem- you say yeah 70 70 percent and 90 said trying. yes oh interesting i like that nice and high 
90% said yes, uh, which is great. Um, and then then would, we'll get through this poll and then we'll go more into detail with everything. So uh, do you have a fetish? I don't personally have a fetish. You said that you haven't had a fetish. Uh, how many people do you think uh, following said they do? Uh, I would say lower than 50%. I would say uh, I would say 45%. 5% said yes. So 95% oh, yeah, said that they, they don't. So, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on, moving on. And then we'll go back and talk about after if you, your partner. Or, Although that percentage. Sorry. Sorry, Phil. That percentage, that percentage may change once they hear the list of different fetishes. Because mm. <laughs> they might be like, oh. Maybe. <laughs> I might try that. <laughs> I mean, that would be a kink. That would be a kink, though, wouldn't it? If they, yeah, if they're not into it already or if it doesn't turn them on, possibly. Yeah. Because um, yeah. we'll talk about fetishes more deeper and where fetishes come from yeah. and other things. Um, so we moved on to the question, if your partner or future partner had a fetish, would you be okay with that? What percentage said Yes. Hmm. So remember the the answer to the kink was ninety yeah. percent. Uh, uh, so I would say twenty percent with the fetish. Uh, um, it's actually sixty two percent said that they would be okay with the fetish. What? So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, I'm really bad at these percentages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it, there's there's like a hundred different ways it could go, isn't there? So it's cool. Yeah. Um, do you think about kinks and fetishes should be spoken about spoken about more? What percentage? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Sixty uh, percent. Well, 93% said yes. So, Oh, wow. Nice and high. The 7% that didn't probably don't listen to this episode because that's what we're speaking mm. about. <laughs> it is nice <laughs> and high, and that's good. That's good. Um, and final one, uh, do you feel fetishes get a bad rap because they are not normal? And I put e.g. E a foot fetish. And how many people said yes? Uh, yeah, I think they get a bad rap, so I would say 90%. 100%. 100% of people we asked oh, said that they, they get a bad rep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now we've got some questions. Got some questions. We've got some Ooh. questions. We'll, we'll start with the easy one, which is just our opinion first, if you want. So is it harder for people to open up about their kinks to others or take part in other kinks? What would you say? Um, I think it's hard initially to talk about it because you, sometimes people would uh, maybe be a bit standoffish if they found out what your kink or fetish was. Uh, and I think a lot of people that have um, a certain fetish or kink, they want a person to feel comfortable with them first before they kind of say to them, by the way, this is what I'm into. Yeah. Because uh, this is what happened in my experience. And because I felt so comfortable and I trusted them, that's what made me go ahead with, with the fetish. Mm -hmm. um, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I feel it's probably 
harder to take part in other people's kinks than to talk about my own for me because my own for me I'm used to it you know I I've, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with it and everything else whereas to take part in someone else's kinks might be a bit like it depends what the kink is and that's the thing because obviously kinks can range to from yeah this, there's so many all the way up to there so and yeah so i'd say for me it's taking part in other people's because I'm, I'm quite comfortable with talking about mine and yeah um so that was that was the first question now uh, I did ask whether the people that said uh, about their kinks and fetishes, I asked them uh, what they were. Nobody's replied. <laughs> but I did put that up a lot later. Um, so one of one of the questions, can fetishes be cured? Now, what's your thoughts on this? Um, oh, my, qu- my kind of reply is like, why does it need to be cured? That is a good reply. That is a good reply. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, people, um, like I say, it, because it may seem a bit daunting to you, it can be completely natural for that person. And people probably don't want to be cured from it because it, it's enjoyable for them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just reading an article off Bustle, uh, they put, there's absolutely nothing wrong with sexual fetishes. Yeah. With the caveat, of course, that everybody involved is a consenting adult and uh, no one is unwillingly hurt. Um, and it, it says, are you going to understand people's fetishes? And it's, it's probably no, you don't understand it. But uh, are, they gonna, are you going to be turned on by everyone's fetishes? No. But unless you're having sex with that person, it doesn't affect you. And who are you to deny someone their best orgasms? So in regards to can it be cured? So the, it's it, very conflicting. Some people say yes, some people say no. But like you said, why, why, why does it need to be? So... The thing is, uh, <clears throat> fetishes um, basically start from childhood. Um, people get these get a fetish from from being a child, and um, it sounds weird talking about it, but obviously, people find stuff that they like, they enjoy, and it it starts to, um, yeah, it starts to become a fetish uh, so it's an innate part of a person's sexuality um but we we are very sex positive uh and so should mm-hmm. everybody be and going back to sex education that uh we were talking about um it's said that obviously don't you don't need to be cured because there's nothing wrong with it but find um find a sex positive therapist to uh talk talk to it about and they will be able to help you and guide you with like how the best place to approach it um with a partner and you know and the fact of bringing it back into normality because um as we were saying with also is very much like sex needs to be talked about more because it's natural Everybody mm-hmm. does it. Yeah. Everybody has different things that turn them on, things that don't turn them on that are turn-offs when it comes to sex. And the thing is, um, 
yeah, it's it's basically like a fetish, a fetish or a kink. You know who's not embarrassed about sex? Animals. Animals, exactly. I was at, <laughs> I was at a safari park, uh, I think it was three weeks mm-hmm. ago now, and the first thing me and my boyfriend saw when we walked into safari park was two monkeys shagging away in front of everyone. Yeah, they, they did not care. <laughs> I was like, get, get on you, get on you. <laughs> yeah, um, I think there's only two, spe- uh, two species of animals that actually have sex for the enjoyment of it. The rest... It's dolphins. Yes, I think it's dolphins and us, isn't it? That's that's the only two species that uh, have sex for enjoyment and pleasure. Everyone else, it's for, uh, yeah, for breeding. I've I've got a very interesting fact actually about lions. If you want to know it, yes, please. <laughs> um, so I love it. Lions have a barbed penis. Yeah, a what? A barbed. A barbed. So basically, uh, um. Oh, I haven't got barbed as in barbed wire. As as in as in like so it kind of <laughs> is bigger at the bottom. Um so I, I'm just gonna search it. Sorry to Okay. Yeah. When you say barbed, I think of barbed wire and I'm like, is it like jaggy? Um <laughs> I haven't actually looked. But the the fact on it, uh lions have sex forty times a day. Yeah. What? But with no wonder they sleep a lot of the time. With They're exhausted. Their penis. Um, they cannot remove their penis till they've ejaculated, so it is stuck in there until they're oh ejaculated. Oh my gosh! Um, wait there. Let's. Ah, yes. So, I don't know whether you can see this. I can't believe that I'm you showing should, you. You show a picture a of a lion's penis. penis. So you see all the little barbs. Oh yeah. yeah. It looks like spike. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know whether to. No, I'm not putting it up on Instagram. Just search uh, penile spines. But yeah, that basically when yeah. the when the lion is erect and having sex, they are spikes, so they cannot be removed until obviously the. I lion's... hope it's not sore for the. the, the, try, the if they try and remove, then yeah, <laughs> I can't believe Bloody we've hell. gone to. Lion. <laughs> Yeah, I want to come off this subject, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, um, speak to uh, sex positive therapists uh, about that if you have a fetish and you want to basically um, understand more about it or be more accepted. Now, on kinks, we'll talk about it after we've got a little game right now, I think, haven't we? The special guest segment. Lights, camera, action. This is the special guest segment. Because, hey, who doesn't like to make a guest feel special by giving them their own segment? Just listen and find out. It's great. We do have a game. So I am going to put Phil to the challenge. Um, I kind of looked up some different types of kinks and fetishes and I want Phil to see if he knows the name of each of the the ones I'm about to read out. So (laughs) I'm going to start with something really easy um, and I just want you to explain what what you think it means. So obviously this is the most, one of the most common fetishes, a foot fetish. So what exactly do you think that involves um with the foot fetish i think it's potentially 
is is people are attracted to the feet, to the touch, to the feel of the feet, to the look of the feet, and also potentially having their feet touched. Yeah, and also to add to that, some people even want smelly feet on their faces. Okay. So it's anything that they basically desire, they worship someone else's feet, and they just want to kiss it, massage it. So, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, you hear about people saying, they'll say kind of off the cuff, oh, you know, I'm struggling for cash, I'm going to, like, sell pictures of my feet. <laughs> you know, people say it all the time. But, yeah, that's uh, one of the most popular fetishes out there. Now, wait, um, before we before we move on, here's the question for this. Would you ever send someone a picture of your feet? Um, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. I mean... It wouldn't bother me at all. I don't see it's it's funny because I actually don't see that as a, a strange fetish. I love my feet getting massaged. I don't have a foot fetish, but I wouldn't care if my boyfriend had it because I'd be like, you can massage my feet whenever you want. Oh, you he luck. actually hates he hates feet. He actually hates feet, so yeah. it's kind of annoying. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, can you just tickle my feet? And he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> Okay, so that's the first one. Uh, so this next one, uh, if I hopefully can pronounce this correctly, voyeurism. Voyeurism, it's like when you'd like to watch, uh, sometimes secretly watch. I mean, not secretly watch, they know you're watching, but it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's it's where you're watching other people. Um, yeah. yeah. Well done, Phil. Yeah, so basically it's excitement from watching others when they are naked or engaging in sex acts. Yep. Okay, so the next one, which is obviously you've kind of um, touched on that you might like this or you're kind of into it, but do you know what it stands for? BDSM. Because um, it's actually quite difficult. I don't know what it stands for. I I just know the... Can you guess? Can you guess what the, the, the B and D stand for? Um, body desire. So it's bonded oh, and discipline. Yep. So they kind of split it up like BD, then DS, and then SM. So BD is bondage and discipline. DS is domination and submission. S and M are sadism and, and I can never, I can't pronounce this. Masochism. Is it? Machu. Yeah. Masochism. M-A-S-O-C-H-I-S-M. Yeah. So if we pronounced it wrong, then (laughs) sorry. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically all about letting the dominant take control. So this can involve uh, tying people up, a uh, bit of slapping, humiliation, physical pain. You know, you get different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as we mentioned before, it's all about communicating. Sometimes people that are involved with BDSM have a safe word. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, that's what kind of Fifty Shades of Grey was, yeah. right? Yeah, that was uh, what kind of BDSM in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, submissive and dominant. That's yeah. it. Okay, so the next one is water sports. Water sports. Or it's actually, sorry, it's actually known as, I should have said the other one first, urophilia. I would have got it. Also. I would have got it from okay. urophilia because uro is urine. Um, yeah. And then philia is the love of uh, or the obsession yeah. of. Um, well done. So, yeah, it's, it's basically uh, golden showers and stuff like that. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's basically play involving urine. So, yeah, such as your golden showers, but also it could be things like um, peeing your underwear in front of the other person, or it could be peeing on different body parts. So it's just anything involving yeah. urine. I mean, I learned something um, from I, your book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So if you want to know about my experience, my book is available on Amazon. <laughs> 30 Reasons to Swipe Now. Um, okay, the next one, Cuckolding. I hope I said oh, that right. This is where This is where somebody like a husband watches their wife um, get sexual pleasure from a stranger. Well done. I can't believe you know this. So, yeah, the, they get the word from the cuck. Is the, they refer to that as the, the male partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're basically watching their other half having sex with someone yep. else. Sometimes it could be they get off on their wife or partner having sex with someone with a bigger penis, uh, things like that. Yep. Okay, so the next one, uh, C CBT. Do you know what it stands for? It's, it's what you take before you uh, motorbike test. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so CBT, this was an eye-opener for me. It stands for cock, ball, torture. Oh. So this is pain by basically kicking the person or the boy, man, in the nuts, slapping their willy, slapping their testicles. It could be standing on them. So anything involving that region. And that sounds absolutely horrific. I am sat here like, ooh, but if someone enjoys it. Who am I to question it? Yeah. I mean, I've actually heard of like people who are um, in a high position of power uh, pay a lot of money for this to get done because it's like the, the kind of like the humiliation of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So the next one is age play. Do you know what that is? Age play. Would that be basically someone of either someone of a younger age going with someone much older and vice versa? Actually, no. no. This one is when you dress up as adult babies. Ah. So um, it, this can involve like changing it, wearing nappies mm-hmm. and changing each other's. Or sorry, if you're if you're not familiar with the word nappy diaper um, as well. So I actually watched a documentary a few years back about this, and it was just professional people um, who that was their fetish. Mm-hmm. They loved to just dress up, and they had a cot, and they would change each other. They feed each other milk, so um, there you yeah. are. That's age play. Okay, the next one, impact play. Impact play. I'm gonna say, is that like oh no? Because that's BDSM, unless it is like flogging whips and stuff like. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. So it's using things like uh, whips, uh, paddles, any apparatus that you have that you can hit your body yeah. with. Um, some people just use like these spatulas they've got in the kitchen okay got two more for you Um, I've got um, I'm leaving the funniest one to last okay so number nine here is uh, I hope I say this correctly queerophilia queerophilia Um, that's the love well queer probably uh, LBGTQ it's Q it's Q-U-I-R-O Okay, that changes everything. Philia is obviously the obsession of. Um, I'm going to give you a clue. Yeah. Hands <laughs> or fingers. Hands. Yeah, so it's a fetish for hands. So this could be anything from picking up your groceries or uh, doing some chores. So it's just using your hands. And it's, yeah, it's basically yeah. just the opposite of a foot fetish, but with your hands. Okay, so the final one, which I did not know exist, um, is called spectrophilia. Spectro. So spectro, I'm guessing eyes watching. Um, so it's the obsession with 
watching or okay i'm gonna tell you this is this is the sexual encounter with a ghost oh now i have yes yeah yeah so i've actually i did what i totally forgot about this um i did watch uh uh, it was a, a thing, a s- excerpt on this morning. So it's a the daytime TV show, and it was a woman saying that she uh, is in love with a, her partner, who's a ghost. They have sex with each other, and it was so fascinating because you know she says that she has orgasms um, because she feels him having sex with mm. her. So there you are. That was the last interesting. one. Interesting. Do you know about furries? I don't, furries. Yeah. Yeah, furries is that not when you dress up um, as animals in and, outfits. Yeah. 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 That's quite interesting. I actually only know that one because uh, there is a gay bar in Glasgow and they have an event once a year and called the furries and people come along and dress up in different animal outfits. It's, it's really That's cool. That's amazing. <laughs> there you are. Did you enjoy my quiz? I did enjoy your quiz. And did I get more right than you think? I thought that I would. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And now you know what CBT stands for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that that isn't one for me. I'm okay, pretty... is there is there any on on that uh, list that you would be happily you would happily get involved with? Ooh, uh, and is there any that you wouldn't try? CBT, definitely not. I don't think that is for me. Um, I don't blame you. Mm, um, so we had, you know, obviously I mean, the voyeurism, foot fetish, BDSM. <laughs> The uh, spectrophilia, I, water sports. I don't think the cook holding either for me. I don't think that's mm-hmm. that's one for me. Now, me personally, I I am very much like it's one on one when it comes to sex and everything like that. And mm-hmm. that's my opinion. Like I say, everybody else is entitled to theirs if they they enjoy. It's it's just what I enjoy, you know. Um, yeah. I've had a threesome before um and yeah it, it wasn't all the everyone Bells yeah cracks up to me so i felt the same as well you know i've done a few and uh i feel like it just looks amazing in porn and then when it gets down to the real realism of it someone always gets left <laughs> yeah yeah was yours was yours female male female or male so yeah, a male and a female. Yeah, yeah, mine was obviously me, two females. So, yeah, it, it just lucky boy, you'll never get left th- out. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's 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 not all it cracks up to me. I I just like, I mean, for me anyway. For other people, they may love it. Back to the chat. The chat. Now it's time just to go back to the chat. So we've finished that little segment and here we go. So sit back, relax and enjoy the chat. Shall we talk a a bit more about kinks? Yes. Yes. So um, for anybody uh, that didn't listen to our episode with Orsa... Um, she has somebody uh, that works for Taylor Match who is called Sub in the City, who is Sarah. Um, now, I follow Sarah on Instagram, and uh, she's, she's 
very much like she's a BDSM coach. Um, and she says like levels like BDSM doesn't have to be all pain or anything like that. There's different levels. She also shows you about um, different impacts. So you have like obviously whips are high impact and she takes you through the process of like on this reel of how to how to kind of like um go through like doing bdsm or doing anything with impact and uh as you said earlier safe words so um but somebody asked how how do you explore kinks responsibly um now what website where your voice we are no where your voice mag.com and this is from quite a while ago but i found this uh, article and it says read so <clears throat> there's a lot of books out there uh there is the ultimate guide to kink uh which is a comprehensive guide to kink and bdsm um, and now I think this is the problem. Sometimes people are a bit wary about reading stuff because it's like they have blood play and anal fisting, you know, in these books. But you pick what mm-hmm. you like, what you enjoy, and what you want to explore because not everybody is going to enjoy every single kink out there. But not everybody, like, there'll probably be something out there that you enjoy and exploring it as long as you feel comfortable to a level to explore it and you've got somebody to explore it with, then yeah, it's, I don't, I don't think there's a massive problem with that. Um, now it recommends this site. It's called go to a munch. What do you think of munches? A munch. A munch. Uh, well, in, in, in Scotland, a munch is foods like, yeah, cause you, I need a munch. You have munch boxes, you don't you? Foods. I heard about those. Yeah, we have munch boxes. And then if people have the munchies, it means like they're starving. They really want some food. They want some snacks. Yeah. So when you say munch, I'm thinking of food. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a little bit different. Munches are casual social, social gatherings for kinky folks uh, to meet each other in public without sex or play talking. So there is a site called findamunch.com. And we'll link it in the show notes. So if you're interested in exploring like uh, a kink, and want to go meet people um these are perfect ways to do it they're they're like they've been verified they're real and everything like that and they're all over the world like i had a look there's Mm -hmm. like several in nottingham (laughs) so yeah oh well maybe you should do some research and get back to us on that want to go to a munch yeah um it also says about talking to kinky friends so it's like also said she had she's got her dominatrix friend who she didn't know was a dominatrix uh at the start did she and i think many of us um yeah many of many of us kind of have kinks or they have a bit of a kinkier side or you know and we should talk about it more we probably have friends that have got kinks and fetishes that we have no idea about. No, because um, the problem is shame, kink shaming or fetish shaming. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I recently found out one of my friends um, loves to go to swinging parties. She's not like a close friend, but she is a, a, a girl that I worked with quite a few times. And she said, you know, we've been to swinging parties and things. I was like, wow, did not expect that from her. Hmm. Uh, so... 
it's always the quiet ones. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I'm quiet, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is, it's a lot more about talking to people um, and, you know, people that you're comfortable with and you, you find out a lot more about your friends because, like you say, a lot of people hide it because of the fact that mm-hmm. we we are in this sexual negative culture that basically goes, we should not talk about this. We, we, people kind of go all squeamish or go, Ooh, what? Yeah. When we talk Mm -hmm. about it, but I, I, there's no problem with it. And, uh, Mm -hmm. finally it says take a class. So there are classes. And as I was mentioning sub in the city, uh, she does classes on BDSM, uh, and that can be anything from play piercing to single tail whip techniques. Um, and I think uh, also also mentioned killing kittens. Have you ever heard of killing kittens yes. before? Yeah. Yes. So, so it's a party we can go along to, um, and yeah, all all sorts go down there where you can just watch people have sex. You can take part in some kinks um very safe environment yeah yeah and you have to because you have to pay quite a lot of money to go there so um it's all monitored and very safe yeah i'm just having a quick look um oh they i was just having a look um 16th of october no this would have just gone uh but they they have a finger bang a finger bang master the hand jive apparently so yeah, no more jack hang- hammering finger punches. It's time to up your game with those hand noodles. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's online, and it's it's already passed. But it's um, you've got lots of events basically yeah, yeah, running. Lo- lots of different events uh, to basically, and most of it's online at the moment until things open back up properly. But yeah, um, but also Orsa and her partner uh, David Chambers, they have loads of talks about um tantric um they have loads of events about tantric or um i think it's mindful masturbation and what else using lots of lube yeah they ha- they have loads of classes uh that are on so go check out their pages um so the thing about exploring uh other people's kinks or exploring people's fetishes now, for me, uh, it's what I feel comfortable with. So there are some fetishes out there or some kinks out there that I would not feel comfortable with in doing. And I feel that with a new partner, um, you know, it, it's about talking about it. And if it is a fetish, remember that that is the only way they, it's, sex will have to involve that for them to be able to like enjoy sex so if it's something that you're not comfortable with doing then it might not be they might not be the compatible compatible. to you so and don't and don't be don't feel embarrassed to say i don't want to try this um because in my situation i was quite naive mm -hmm. and I didn't really ask many questions about it. I think, you know, find out as much information as you can, you know, what's going to actually happen, how long does it last for, things like that, because I was just like, yeah, sure, like, let's just try it, not knowing what was even going to happen. Yeah. 
because at that time I was uh, dating someone and, you know, I was quite vulnerable and I just felt like I had to do this fetish to make him like me more. Mm -hmm. So just be... We, you know, just be aware, just ask questions and just say no if you don't want to do it. Yeah. And sometimes it is easier said than done. You know, sometimes people are like who probably would have been in my situation and they're just like, oh, I better just do it because they're not going to like me or they might break up with me. But then if you're going to be in a situation like that, you don't want to be with that person. No, not at all. And you're right. Ask questions. Ask them if there's safe words involved. Um, because Ultimately, it's about your safety, you being able to consent to it. And if you want it to stop at any point, then, you know, there needs to be that thing where somebody says stop. Now, um, this is why safe words were, safe words are about, because the thing is, uh, sometimes stop isn't a safe word. To these people it should be but this is why you should always agree a safe word at the start um because obviously it means that everybody's on the same level comfortable and like you say how long it lasts how long it's going to carry on if somebody wants it to stop it stops immediately and what happens after as well because i think that's that's a bit about it because if you are doing bdsm where there is high impact activities then there's got to be that thing after where it's comfort and, yeah. you know, you, you're bringing it back to closeness, you know, rather than the sub and dom kind of situation, uh, yeah. which is very much on, like, a submissive and a dominant person. It needs to come back to, right, we're back to the relationship now and, you know, this this is how it is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, and ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> so um thank you everyone for listening um and yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode if you do have any questions like uh jane said just drop us a message um and we will look to get it answered uh by one of our experts or go message one of the experts uh like also from taylor matched or um the Authentic Man, David Chambers, or Sub in the City, because uh, they're amazing counts to follow. Final thoughts. This segment is called Final Thoughts, where we've reached the end of the episode and we take a look back at what we've learned, what we're going to take away, or what we just found a little bit funny. Uh, final thoughts uh, for me are I genuinely didn't know there was a difference between kinks and fetishes. Uh, now I know, you know, the difference between them. And yeah, I, I think it is very fascinating learning about the different types out there. And if you do have a fetish, don't be ashamed of it. Um, just, you know, if you if you feel that you want to talk to someone, like Phil said, speak to maybe a sex positive therapy therapist, or even just go online and see what information you can find. Mm -hmm. That's really good. What's your final thoughts, Phil? Um, well, I thought of a bit more to say, but <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that. Um, I'll give my final thoughts first. So, my final thoughts are that you should not shame anybody for anything as long as they don't hurt any uh, unwillingly hurt anyone or 
um, and everybody consents. So it, it goes back to our free rules that we always say about everyone's happy with the situation, everyone consents, and everybody knows the potential outcome. But yeah, get in touch with us if you have any questions about fetishes and kinks and we can uh, find out if we can get the answer for you and get back. And yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey everyone, so thank you for listening to the show. Now, just before we go, we are going to give you information on Refuge, the charity that we are supporting. So Refuge National Domestic Abuse Helpline is 0808 2000 247. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all for free and confidential special support. You can visit www.nationaldahelpline.org.uk to fill in a web form and request a safe time to be contacted or to access live chat. So live chat is available 3pm to 10pm Monday to Friday. For support with tech abuse, you can visit refugetechsafety.org.uk. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.